Welcome to episode 115 of the Book Wars Pod. I'm Kristen, and I'm here with Miranda and Chris. And today we're going to talk about chapters 9 through 15 of Tarkin by James Luceno. Um, In episode 114, we talked about the beginning through chapter 8. So go listen to that before you listen to this. Um, Um, What if episode 114 was like chapters one or chapter 16 through the end yeah we just just went backwards backwards Mm, that's good that's just like make it some like weird (laughs) performance art (laughs) (laughs) it all moves backwards um sorry for any audio weirdness my external sound card that i need to actually use the mixer that you guys bought us um is dead or something I don't know what's wrong with it. Um, anyway, I'm going to go get one of those, but uh, I am using a condenser mic, which is not what I usually use, so please excuse me. Anyway, Dad, are you drinking? Uh, I am. I am drinking one of the few beers that we had left in the fridge. Yay. Um, which is from Boulder Beer Company, uh, and it is the Buffalo Gold Golden Ale. It's very good. It's just very light. Yeah, I love a golden ale. They're tasty. That sounds delightful. Um, Burb, what are you drinking? I am drinking a water in my hydro flask, which I'm also using a condenser mic, so if there are any bangs that don't (laughs) get edited out, (laughs) it's probably that. I had some whiskey earlier, uh, but it just made me more tired. (laughs) Whiskey. To be fair, you probably had whiskey back when we were supposed to record, and then I was like an hour late. Oh, I mean, I had like some whiskey on a four o'clock call today (laughs) with like my team at work, and then I poured some more, and then like three hours (laughs) later, I was like, I'm not going to finish this. (laughs) Oh, what kind of whiskey was it? Oh, it's a good whiskey. Um, It's not a knock on the whiskey. It's the the Burnside... um, just like the regular uh straight whiskey blend yum um which is very tasty and it's uh smooth and a little sweet um but like um you know a really easy drinking whiskey very tasty uh but i had a long day at work and was like yay i cannot continue (laughs) to pretend like i'm drinking this whiskey (laughs) seems fair yes um nice I am drinking uh, from Old Town Brewing. Um, I am drinking a Glow Torch Hazy IPA, um, which is one I think you would like, Chris, actually. Um, It's 5.9%. The hops are Columbus, El Dorado, Nugget, and Azaka. Um, Two-roll pale malt, white wheat, and caraform malt. Uh, Caraform malt. Uh, the tasting notes are abundantly hopped, holding a burst of flavor and aroma. This hazy IPA checks the boxes. Notes of juicy peach, ripe apricot, and pineapple, supported by a medium body, sweet character, and a fluffy, soft finish. So, despite it saying that it's hopped, Chris, I think that you would like it because it's fluty. We love a, love a fluffy and soft family. beer. I know. Um, and another thing, I... All of our, I forgot to put Coors Lights into the fridge, so they're just sitting downstairs in the basement in their home. But so, but I wanted to get a second beer in case I wanted it. And yeah, I will say I, this is, I said this is one of the few beers we have in the fridge. We also have like an entire box of Michelob just like sitting on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <somewhere. laughs> Blessings. Yes, I know. That's how, that's how it'd be in quarantine. <laughs> because if anything, Kate and Chris are noted for their love of beer. And especially Michelob. Yes, the official. <laughs> yeah, honestly, no, it's, we didn't even buy it. We bought it for like back in back 24 years ago in February when we went 
up to a winter cabin and brought a bunch uh-uh. of beer with us and that's what was left over oh, but yeah. there was so much left over that that's what didn't fit in the fridge and then we just kind of never bothered putting it in the fridge was it just regular Michelob? is it like Michelob I, ultra i think it was Who Michelob drinks? ultra I didn't. I don't look hey, at me. I fine. did not buy it's it. It's fine. No, I. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Ma- All beer is good beer if you like it. Everyone. Yeah, I mean don't, also don't hate me for. Off that pause. Noise. Like, tell us who this is because we know. I know. I'm one of the cabin I mean, they don't listen. I'm pretty sure Austin bought it as like a good like <sighs> compromise beer, and like it's I know com- I was, I was very surprised because like Austin is like beer? Austin a is a very big beer drinker. Just get PBR. What the fuck is wrong with people? It was, it was, it was, it was a weird moment, okay. to be sure. It was a weird moment. <sighs> okay, that's fair. Like especially yeah. since we also got a box of Tecate. Like, why didn't we buy two boxes oh, of Tecate? Yeah, well, that is the correct cheap beer. cheap beer. So tasty. And you could put a lime in it. You could put a lemon in it. You can mix it with like lots of different weird stuff to make beer cocktails. Anyway. Um, I, this is just a testament to me drinking way too much beer all the time. But anyway, I got another. I have a Breakside sitting next to me as well. I think it's a Stay West. Anyway, it's in a bottle. And I sat down and I go, oh, I need to make sure I go get a bottle opener. And then I look to my right in my office and there are already two bottle openers <laughs> sitting there. And I was like, I don't need to get a bottle opener. I have these. <laughs> I did not know they were here. I don't know why they're here, but they're just keychain bottle openers, and uh, I have two of them for Thanks, some reason. Thanks, Past Kristen. Thanks, Past Kristen. I don't think I've used them to open beer, so I don't know why they're here. I think one of them, oh, let's see, Harpoon Brewery. Oh, sorry, I keep touching the thing. Harpoon and Hub, I think. I think it's Harpoon and Hub are the two that are here. But shout out to Harpoon. Love Harpoon. They're on the they're on the East Coast. Anyway. Um, cool. Yeah, the Stay West is good. I don't know if I'm gonna open it or not. The, I fucking love this glow torch. Poor Quinn. I just was like, um, have you had any of the glow torches? And he was like, no. And I was like, can I have the last one anyway? Because <laughs> I still want it. And he was like, sure. <laughs> so it's fine. We'll get more. Ooh, um, while while we're on beer, have you had the Breakside? Um, it, it's like a 10th anniversary collaboration. Um, I don't remember the name. It, it's I know an it. IPA. Yeah. Yeah. I've had it. We have a few in the, in the fridge right now. There's just a couple of 10. I ask that because there's a couple 10th anniversary collaboration beers that they did. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, um, the IPA. Fuck. What was it? What is it called? Now it's going to drive me crazy. Co- cosmic. It was like, there was like some pink on the bottle maybe. Oh, this know. is not ringing a bell. I, <laughs> maybe I, I could maybe go there's get, a different 10th anniversary IPA. <laughs> I'd get up to like look at the bottle, but... Please don't. I'll mute myself first. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, let's see. Did I... No, I haven't checked it in. It's fine. Um, this has been Beer Pod. I love how she just got up. Um, <laughs> Chris, have you been watching Korean baseball? The no, delay of oh Korean my baseball. God. I, I want to. I just have not had a chance. So it was on last night and then replayed today, right? Uh, I, I don't. Did it actually happen last night, or was it just like a very, very late rain delay that did like it get happened delayed? in the middle I don't of our, know. Yeah, it got. Yeah, everybody was fucking dying because it was supposed to start last night, and then there was a rain delay, and they were like, "LOL, uh, baseball." Of no, course. I need to. I need to. Look I know. I need to get really get schedule. into Korean baseball. <laughs> I mean, Korean baseball is like. I've not watched an actual game because they don't show them here, but like I've watched plenty of highlights and like it's so much more interesting than American baseball because there's so much bat flipping. Yeah, I've seen exactly one highlight of Korean baseball and I think I saw it like today and it was just a bat flip. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Somebody wrote like an article about all the different bat flips and I saw one on Twitter that was like, this is a great bat flip because this is actually a foul ball. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I like. Yeah. fucking amazing i've seen like top 10 compilations where like number 10 would like get somebody shot in american baseball <laughs> i love it so much i love the bat flips it's so uh, they're, good. they're the best it's so good bat flip rage is like like it, the, honestly the best thing about when puig was on the dodgers <laughs> uh quick quick aside is how like he used to make madison bumgarner like shit himself with rage <laughs> Because he would like take a walk and flip his bat, and it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was so good. Quick aside pod. 
Um, that was actually a quick aside. Usually you're like, this is a quick aside. I know. Usually it's, like it's a whole story. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then it's just, uh, by the way, did you know that Yoda ruined the Jedi Order? Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's, I it's went... somehow the hot dog joke again every time. <laughs> every time it's the hot dog joke. Well, like, and we'll get not to get too into Star Wars before we get into Star Wars, but like probably building the Jedi Temple on top of like a Sith situation was maybe not the best idea seems like a good idea i don't know they were like yeah. we like, we what? burned sage we cleansed it it's fine i'm like maybe this had something to do like, with the fucking fall of the jedi order you dumb idiots like this is some chernobyl bullshit like you can't just pour concrete over it yeah it's the dark side yes correct there's like an entire show about that on netflix right now oh yeah. great it's actually on hbo oh no it's that's like kind of low-key a main plot point and the show i've been trying to get you guys to watch on netflix oh, dark. Dark, oh yeah. sorry i thought you meant chernobyl oh no no no, no. Uh, i know i know that's on that one's actually about chernobyl it's not yes. like about chernobyl that one is about chernobyl this one is fake um, um probably Miranda, you didn't tell us what the beer was called. When I know. You came I back. came. I came back and we were talking about bat flips, and then yeah. I had to drag Yoda. Um, so, fun fact: nothing about cosmic. There is no pink on this bottle. Uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's the Dream Pop Dream India Pop. Pale Ale. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, um, but that that is a name that, like, if all I remembered was the name, I would assume that had pink on the bottle. Yeah, I, I thought it. Would, I thought it was a safe assumption. Um, you would not like that beer, Chris. No, even I was like a little um, not into it as I maybe expected to be. Yeah, they they just put a not to drag Breakside, love Breakside. Um, they just put out another beer that I don't didn't really love that much. It's like the Portland IPA mm-hmm. that it was just like their regular IPA, and then they were like, let's dry hop it also, and I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> you I don't, don't know, need I got... to do that. Um, I live uh, close to the Breakside here in Northeast, so I just like went over last week i'm like got this and also a six pack the pilsner because well their yeah pilsner the is fucking like my fucking favorite pilsner yeah the wait which pilsner is it is it just the regular pilsner or is it the pray for rain or whatever the fuck it's called? uh just the regular yeah um yeah i live a mile from there me and miranda live close to each other um that is where i that is where i go on runs with the dog and go on walks with the dog is up to that brewery because it's a bike like through away the whole way so i can run in the middle of the street so he doesn't try to pee all over everything and then kill me by oh, that's awesome. me. Mm-hmm. it's it is fucking great um anyway this has been we dabbled in star wars uh thanks for coming we no, mentioned star we'll, wars a couple of times we'll, t- we'll talk we'll talk yeah, about Yoda the book came if up. we fe- we if even we touched like on it. something from the book from the book i know so. and, and i brought it up what is going on a christmas um, miracle did you guys know time. that i can read um sometimes uh cool let chris wrote some great questions on this outline such as how do you fight an empire oh that's like (laughs) the one question i wrote i was like did i write great questions i didn't remember Um, i'm actually kind of proud i did a lot of work on this outline and i'm no this is mostly burb honestly i wrote Um, some points that aren't points (laughs) as usual is your point vader mad because he lost his bowl Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and LMAO. Those were both my points. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I'll, I'll ask the question and then we can go into all the actual Sorry, work that Miranda put into it. It's still making me laugh. I wrote that and started laughing. I'm fucking. <laughs> it's like, tell me I'm wrong, though. I'm not. Oh, no. No, no, no. You're very right. That's what is happening. Okay. Also, let's not hype up my shit too much because it's like, let me counter your question with this other philosophical question. <laughs> A very job interview of you, Miranda. <laughs> yes. I do what I can. Um, but yeah, so we don't... Honestly, there's there's kind of a lot of plot and not a lot to wonder about in this section. But one thing we are still kind of trying to figure out is Teller and their, oh. their crew of like, you know, five or six or however many rebels that they have that stole Tarkin's ship. And... Which, like, that ship is fucking dope. Yeah, right? Yes. <laughs> and, like, I know, I, I'm i like, wait, I actually remember this from the Clone Wars cartoon. <laughs> I remember the stealth ship. It was a whole fucking thing. So it was cool that they, Tarkin was like, I like that. Please give me one. <laughs> yeah, right? For real. Like, uh, I would have been like, 
Same. I want that one. That one's that one goes invisible. <laughs> I I do like how Tarkin is just like super rich, like old money on his planet, even though he's backwater in the rest of the galaxy. But he's like, give me the deadliest ship you possibly can. <laughs> Listen, uh, he's cr- he's a little cray. We know yeah. that he's like done the uh, go live in the wilderness and kill all the things with your uncles. Yeah, like side he, quest. He's old money rich, but like that meet, meets um like hatchet. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like very like most dangerous game rich. You know what I mean? That, yeah. Except I feel like he'd be a weird version of that where he's the hunted, <laughs> but like yeah, he would be but, like you need to hunt me. But actually, yeah. I'm really <laughs> hunting you all along. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you for that, Miranda. That was good. That was really good. He's got his um, monologue already for the last person as he kills them. I, um, of course, have a question. Teller's the one with that gets into the Imperial uniform, right? And yes. Like, yes, correct. Okay. He's, and he's like, like leader. it doesn't fit me because I'm starving. It's like, <laughs> great. That's cool. Thank you for bringing down the mood, my yeah, dude. Right. <laughs> You're doing so well. We no, they're like, cool that doesn't ship. fit you like you like it used to. And he's like, that's what starving does to somebody. Fuck me. I was just trying to make a funny. Like, I was just trying to compliment you on your exercise routine. God damn. <laughs> anyway, um, um, but my yeah, point so... was, I like his fake scar and his mad-eye moody eye that he pops in for some reason. Yeah. That was my takeaway. <laughs> you got to look cool if you're going to steal ships. I know. It's, I mean, it's what I, it's what I always say. Look cool. Don't look at explosions. Yeah. But yeah, so like obviously the ship is doing damage because it's kind of a monster. But at the end of the day, it's one ship and it's eventually going to run out of ammunition. It already had to refuel and that was almost a disaster like it's not, you know, they're not going to overthrow the empire with one ship. So what is the goal like what do we think is driving them here yeah that that's a great question and i think too like in the grander scheme i want to relate that to you know who are these people um because this i think um in the canon and i'm sure chris will correct me if i'm wrong but like once the empire really takes hold um this is the first kind of uh, resistance that I can recall seeing. Um, you know, even... Uh, yeah, this is like pre-Death Star. It's very early in the Empire. Yeah, and like Tarkin's overseeing stuff where they're like getting some materials to start to build the Death Star, and we haven't seen the Empire deal with this before. So like, are they just trying to sow chaos? Um, is there a like a political goal other than the empire is bad. Um, it's something that I'm really hoping to get out of the rest of the book. And I have a feeling we will. Yeah. That's I have a yeah. feeling whoever the fuck they're supposed to be meeting up with is uh, going to tell us something. Yeah, for sure. And you know, you're definitely right. So it's, excuse me. So it's five years after, Order 66. And so it is, it's before most of the kind of rebellion instances that we know. It's before A New Dawn. It's before Solo, even though that's not really about a rebellion. Um, It's before, you know, obviously Star Wars Rebels. So it is, it is pretty early in the Empire. Um, So it is, so in a way it kind of is like, one of the first instances of like organized rebellion that isn't just like resistance to imperial takeover like in the first place where like we mm-hmm. saw on like what was it raka in ahsoka by ek johnston there's rada as thank you kate corrected me uh, <laughs> um and uh there's some stuff that happens on mon calamari uh and uh darth vader comics and stuff like that um, but yeah, this is one of the first like independent rebel movements kind of, mm-hmm. and it is, we are going to find out, I, I've, I've read this a while ago and we are going to find out 
what is driving them, but also like just philosophically looking at Teller and looking at what later worked and didn't work for the Alliance and looking at what the Empire is actually afraid of them doing. Like what, how, how do you fight an Empire? Because like even this early before their power is as strong as it, as it is, you know, by the time we get to a new hope, they look Mm -hmm. pretty unbeatable. Yeah. And the thing too, is like, even when we get to a new hope, like there is no reasonable way that the rebels should have ever won. Like they <laughs> locked the fuck out because one dude was an all right person. Yeah. yeah. Thank- it is, thanks, Galen. It is a new hope. One singular new hope. <laughs> His name is Galen Urso. And he died. Um, there's a whole movie about it if you don't know what we're talking about. Great film. Ruth um, one. Red one. Red one. But like. There, there's no reason that any kind of um, insurrection that's not related to a planet being, you know, taken over by the Empire should succeed. But this is particularly interesting, one, um, because I'm sure we'll, you know, I'm sure their their goals are good or interesting. But also, uh, they're showing some of the Empire's weaknesses right now. Yeah, um, nobody fucking talks to each other. <laughs> nobody knows what to do. There's just, like, this fucking ship flying around. They stole, like, one of the best ships in the galaxy that, like, nobody Loki knew about. I love it because it's very, like, actual office life. It's, like, no one's allowed to know what anybody else is really working on. And, like, everybody's being a little bitch about it. Yeah. Yep. They're all pretending like their shit's more important than everyone else's, but it's like, no, so these guys stole this like super fast and cool and powerful <laughs> and stealthy ship. Uh, they're now attacking our bases. It's not great. They seem to know a lot about the ship because they were like, oh, we know the weakness is on the spine, so we're just going to show them the little belly. <laughs> That's what happened. I read the book. The little little belly guy, yep. The little belly. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. How do you fight an empire? Uh, I think there's some insider knowledge that's maybe necessary. (laughs) You get spies inside the empire. That's helpful. (laughs) Exploit those weaknesses. Um, So another question I have on here is, uh, (laughs) I was reading at the same time, Um, who are Teller and crew yeah no. like yeah we don't really know yet we will we'll find out but teller's imperial like yeah he definitely does seem he he seems former imperial Imperial. and he's also one one of the two humans which yeah i was gonna say they're they're aliens which is cool yeah it's like (laughs) non-imperial this guy who happens to have an imperial uniform and like some artists from coruscant are the two humans (laughs) And it's like, well, that's interesting. Uh, well, this Imperial guy seems super knowledgeable about how the Empire works and all the ships function and what their plans might be and their strategies. <laughs> it's like, that seems helpful if you're fighting a monolith. Seems like he might be a defector. Big if yeah. true. <laughs> I also enjoy that the Zygerian is named Hask, which is also the name of the asshole in <sighs> Battlefront 2. I know. I, really I was like, I was like, second. wait. <laughs> Which, like, obviously they're not related because one is Zygerian and one is very much not Zygerian. But it's just funny because sometimes Star Wars names are so Star Wars names that they out of nowhere get used twice. Yep. (laughs) I know. I fucking loved it. I know. I took a a quiz on May the 4th about, like, Quinn's dad sent it to me because he's very cute. He sent it to me and not Quinn. And (laughs) just directly to me via email, which makes it just even more cute to me but anyway um so i like i i'll look up what it was i think it may have been uh the guardian or something but i was like looking at a lot of the fake names because it was a multiple choice quiz and i was like a lot of these are like probably maybe names <laughs> like yeah it was the guardian just, um just they haven't been used yet doesn't mean they're not on the short list i know i was like these are all pretty star warsy names so like 
yeah, they're probably going to be Star Wars names. It's just like that's they don't correspond with who you think they do. <laughs> it's yeah. just very es- funny. Especially now that you've put those out into the world. Like I know. I was like, some Star Wars writers going to be reading The Guardian. Like, well, hey. <laughs> that's a great name. Yeah. Anyway, I'll send you the quiz. You guys are both probably going to get. I got one wrong of like the 24. I think you'll probably get it. All right. Probably. Um anyway this is exciting podcasting <laughs> now this is podcasting um cool pod racing a space nascar it is uh what drives this decision making miranda you wrote that on here yes that is one of my philosophical questions cool that we've already kind of been discussing like, yeah okay great why are, why are they doing this like what and it also ties in with the next philosophical question or the next one's more of a real question are they they have the outline are they what are they rouge you wrote are they doing this on behalf of any movement or are they rogue are they rouge oh i see you're making a joke about rogue and rouge yes yes Uh, (laughs) it's only the third time we've done it this podcast (laughs) i am smart as marty um okay Cool. Oh, descent in the imperial ranks. We did talk about that a little bit too. He might be a defector. I said, um, "Cool." It's really hard for me to like talk and then realize what we've covered. If everybody is wondering why I, <laughs> I read mean- the outlines on the podcast, it's because I like know that we're covering the outline, but then I have to read through the outline to make sure I didn't miss something as I ferry us along. <laughs> I'm the wrong person to be ferrying us along, but nobody else does it. So uh- here I am. <laughs> We we can actually talk about this more, I think. I, I had some actual concrete thoughts about Points this. on my book wars. <laughs> you hate to see it. Um so I, I do kinda wanna talk about dissent um within the Imperial ranks and you know, this this is gonna be a conversation that I'm sure we're gonna have um on the next episode covering um the end of the book. I'm sure we're gonna have it on the uh wrap up. But um, I, I'm really interested in seeing, like, how, uh, you know, that dissent is um, shown, like, with folks who were with the Republic and then they just kind of, like, stayed on <laughs> Yeah. Uh, when the Empire took over. Because, like, they got a job. It's fine. Um, as opposed to, like, the new recruits. And, you know, there's something, I think, that we can even see so far uh, in this book where there's... A difference between like being loyal to like some kind of galactic uh, governance and being loyal to an ideology, right? So, um, based on what we have so far, and I don't know how this will change because I have not read on. I don't know what's going to happen the rest of the book. But Teller, if he's not this guy uh, at this point, I feel like he probably represents a lot of these folks. Uh, where like. They're bureaucrats, you know, you stay on institutional loyalty, like you're still working for the Senate or you're still in like some galactic army or whatever. Like, sure, that's that's one way. It's just like continuing on. But then we see Tarkin. Um, I'm trying. I don't remember the exact quote, but at some point uh, in this section, he's like, yeah, the best way to like rule shit is through fear. Uh, whoops which is uh, that seems bad a little yikes yeah a little Um, (laughs) yikes from my tarkin uh but also like that probably wouldn't have been super cool in the republic but (laughs) emperor palpatine's in charge and he's like i just want to fucking terrorize everybody and make everyone afraid of me and i'm all powerful so fuck you and tarkin's like hell yeah yeah, I love how he says that. And he was like, did you guys know it was the Jedi the whole time? And you're like, wait, you, but, uh, uh, it's just, this, what? <laughs> it's just me being that meme where the lady's trying to do the math. Yes, totally. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, lo- I love that meme. I, lo- I love, I love that meme. Is that meme on the meme generator? It Rob. should um, be. I don't think it is because <sighs> it, it there's no words. It's just the pictures of it's her so thinking. With it's, the a, math. it's a good reaction gif. Anyway, um, the meme generator. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, do a Google. It uh, just know that it will 
if you're Don't like me, it, <laughs> it will it will just suck up eight hours of your life probably. And Very likely. Miranda was just like, I don't understand what are what is this? And I was just like, Miranda, they're good memes. <laughs> Let me live. Anyway, nothing matters. Um But yeah, and I mean to like to talk about a little more about institutional loyalty versus belief, I mean, we do see this kind of coming into conflict, not just with Tarkin, but with other people. Like you look at somebody like Yularen who started who was in the military and started in the republic navy and served like very closely alongside the jedi and now he is like essentially the head of isb and is gonna be there all the way up to the death star and like you have that like i guess personal loyalty to palpatine but you know he very he worked very closely with anakin and obi-wan during the war so he must have like had some sort of affection for them and then on the other hand, you have like, you know, kind of the actual believers who are like kind of more sycophanty and like Sithy who are the the actual like non-military bureaucrats. The He's not in this one, but like the Tashu type people from Aftermath. And so you get these people with who are all ostensibly working within the same organization and toward the same goal, but who have very different motivations and it leads to these tensions that we're seeing and like the fact that like some people don't care about the process only want what the emperor wants and some people are like no this is legitimately a bad idea and we shouldn't do it and like they get overruled and so it's it's just interesting to see that in the early stages it's like a overruled, space version murdered who's to say could be both uh it's like a space version of like you know those those people who are the um like the sycophantic kind of people like those are political appointees (laughs) and then the rest of the navy is like what the fuck are you doing and someone up top is like we need big fast ships (laughs) so we can take more planets look at my pins Someone um, at the top is like, we need a space force, and then everybody else has to make a space force. They already have a space force. It's called the Imperial Navy. Chris. Is that in space? I think so. Big if true. Space is water. Space Wars is? <laughs> space. This is called Space Wars, right? Did I, uh, yeah, did I, I do it? So. Okay, cool. Uh, space skirmishes. Um, <laughs> but if, if I can finish up that actual point really quickly... Um, I stop think... having points on the podcast. It's no, not allowed. Fuck you. I do what I, I do what I want. Uh, like I think it's it's really telling, and um, you can see big picture how this benefits the Rebel Alliance, right? Like uh, Bail Organa, always kind of an optimistic dude. Um, Rest in the most peace. What? You know, he he stays in the Senate. Um, and, like, he, there's still a bit of that institutional loyalty. I mean, like, obviously for personal reasons where he's like, um, I can actually do something good if I stay here and use my powers to try to overthrow this Sith Lord. Or at least try to prevent something bad, right? <laughs> at yeah. the at the end there he was like, um, I maybe don't have but <laughs> the power to do things like I'm talk I'm talking like actually uh not under the table. I'm talking over the table stuff that he can do. It's like, oh I can't actually do anything good, but I can prevent bad with my with my outward facing persona. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that over the course of Star Wars, um, <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> who is she? You can see like people like Bell. They may lose their faith in um, the ideology of uh, their institutions, but they're like committed to using those institutions as a weapon for good. Totally. So that's a, that's yeah. a point. That 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 was a point brought to you by Miranda. <laughs> no, for sure. And I mean, I think and it, it does speak to how they 
end up recruiting imperial people as well. Like you look at someone like Yellen Urso, like who joined because he wanted to be the science guy and like was Bill, just Bill. really <laughs> invested in his work and then like came to the realization in Catalyst that like, oh, I'm directly murdering people. Like not even not even like tangentially. It is straight up me murdering people. And when that happens, you know, you hate to see it when that accidentally (laughs) happens. But and so and that like led him to escape and eventually led him to fight against the Empire and help destroy the Death Star. And then you see even if they didn't, you know, quite well, you know, some other people who came over every chalice from Twilight Company, she was like. I just cared, like, I was here because I was good at it. I didn't sign up for all this, like, fucking, like, sorcerer bullshit sticking me on a backwater and threatening to kill me. Like, I don't care about that. I'm not here <laughs> ideologically. You look at someone like Ray Sloan, who is like, all of you are crazy. I am the only one holding this together. Like, you have kind of this increasing over the course of the 22, 23 years that the Empire exists, this increasing increasing gap between the people who are competent and the people who are powerful. Totally. Um, this might be a stupid, stupid question, um, but I am on this podcast. Um, <laughs> the, in A New Hope, when Luke wants to go to the Academy, he's talking about like going to like the become a, a tie fighting yes. person, right? Okay. Well, yeah, and like right. that's fucking that's like part of exactly what we're saying right like it's not like he believes in the empire as soon as like somebody's like you know about the rebellion like as soon as the droids talk he's like you know about the rebellion against the empire he gets like fucking a hard on for it right and like yeah that it it's just interesting because he's just like let me go do some i just want to go fly things please get me out of here i'm so tired yeah like he's Super into the thought of, like, rebelling against the Empire because the Empire's bad, capital B, and everybody knows that, but also, like, if you want to get off your fucking planet, That's how you the do way it. to do that is to go to the Academy. Totally. Okay. Sorry. I know that was a stupid question, but I was like, that that is right right <laughs> i don't i didn't ever get confirmation from an actual star wars person about that so here is me no, doing it's that a, it's a question worth asking sure thank you clarity that's very kind is, of you clarity um, is good <laughs> that is why i'm on this podcast um cool good points miranda thank you um also we haven't talked a ton and i know we will more in the wrap up um but somebody wrote something about loyalty versus actual belief was that you miranda yeah that's what we just talked about yeah okay well i'm just making sure this is one (laughs) my sub point my sub point to that was um dooku was trying to get tarkin to join the separatists the whole last time the Clone Wars were going on. And Tarkin was like, nah, I don't think so, though. <laughs> and it's just interesting because it's like, I'm kind- are you guys surprised that Tarkin wasn't more like open to joining the Separatists? Or um, not really? I'm not I because don't... he's always kind of been very like, there should be one power in the galaxy and it should rule over everything. Like, he's always been a totalitarian. Well, totally, yeah. but, like, he was also of the mind that the Republic was a little bitch and not doing anything. So I just found, like, it interesting that those things are kind of at odds, and he ended up being on the quote-winning side. But I was like, Tarkin knows that, like, the Republic is a little bitch and, like, the Senate doesn't do anything. Yeah, So it's but... interesting that, like, he was like, no, eat a dick. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, counterpoint. Uh, Please, he he has a hard on for authoritarianism, yep. and he's already tight. Like during the Clone Wars with Palpatine, yeah. who is at this point 
um, and even like before he becomes the Supreme Chancellor, like well on his way to being the Supreme Chancellor, like they're having conversations about bringing down the Valorums. Yeah. No, that's that's um, that's totally fair. It's just, I, uh, yeah, it's just such an interesting fucking <laughs> weird thing. It's such a Star Wars thing because it's like, actually, Dooku and Palpatine are on the same side, but Palpatine's on two sides, but it's complicated, okay? Yeah, yeah the joke's on everyone because Pal- Palpatine's going to win no matter what. <laughs> yes, it helps uh, when you are on both sides that you win the <laughs> war. Um. But, like, I think Tarkin was just close enough to him at that point that, like, you know, I don't think he had an actual, like, full idea of where this was going to go. But, like, you know, he's having chats with Palpatine and Palpatine's like, what if we rode people with fear? And he's like, I like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just find it interesting that he's, like, going with the guy who's doing stuff behind. I mean, not that, like, the Separatists weren't doing things, like, behind not above board i guess is what i'm trying to say but he's like palpatine seems to have like these people that he like he refers to we in this specific way and i don't think that it's like necessarily a sanctioned thing however and i'm like huh you would think that like i mean i don't know i for some reason i'm like tarkin when he was younger, I thought, like, valued people as being, like, straight shooters. But I guess he's more, like, winner take all. I am on the side of, like, whoever is cunning and smart enough to fuck everyone over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't I, think Tarkin has ever joined a losing side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's very, like, I, I do think he, you know, still likes straight shooters. Or he at least respects them. Yeah. I um, guess that's a better word for it. Thank but you. I think... You know, if anything, uh, we learn from this book, it's like because of his experience with his uncle on Iriadu and like at the Carrion or whatever, um, like he knows about like staying alive. <laughs> uh, like he is uh, he has uh. seen actual survival of the fittest firsthand. And totally. I, I mean, I, I think that lends him well to being like, OK, well. You're smart and powerful. This seems like a good idea. I will align yeah. with you, smart and powerful. Totally. Totally. Anyway, we will get back to that in the wrap-up. Um, loyalty versus belief. Um, cool. Okay. Uh, how does the Empire respond to this small but mighty fight? How does an Empire fight back? Um... I assume we're going to see more about this later in yeah. the book. And I, I mean, I think that's so like a good response question to Chris's question. Like, how do you fight an empire? It's like, well, I'm sure there are lots of ways, but like, how does the empire actually deal with it? Yeah. Questionably is my answer. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's very yeah. clear. This is the first time, like as Kristen was saying, it's very clear. This is the first time they've ever had to deal with, Something that's even remotely a threat mm-hmm. because they like, and part of it's that like the emperor kind of realizes that it's not actually a threat and just wants to see how it plays out. But like, <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. The <laughs> other people in charge are kind of just running around with like chickens with their heads cut off. Yeah. Did I say yeah. that or did Miranda say that? I thought what? you said that, Miranda. That point. It's like the first. I did. Yeah. Okay. You oh, did. my bad. Okay, great. No, you're fine. Um, oh, I mean, you I was, might have also touched on it. I, I'm sure I touched on it, but I think <laughs> the original point was yours. So I'm just making sure that people know that I didn't have a good original idea. Um, <laughs> you could have just let that slide. No. Thank you so much. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I mean, I I think all of that, all of that is true. Um, yeah, could could we say that they overreact? <laughs> is that a good I mean, <laughs> is that a good classification <laughs> of what they fucking do? <laughs> I mean, the empire has never reacted once in their entire lives. <laughs> um, in a in an appropriate way. Yeah, they don't really do proportional response. Yes. No, they're like, fuck it, let's go all out. Couple blow it up. Couple rebels, let's blow up this fucking planet. Um. But, like, you can super tell that this is the first time this has happened because they're like, okay, well, there's one ship on the loose. 
on the loose. (laughs) (laughs) It's a wild ship. BB-8 is driving the ship. (laughs) It's on the loose. Stole the freighter. Um, Droid. And so they're just like, okay, well, like, hey, we'll we'll deal with it. We'll use the navy. What if we divert half the fucking navy in this sector to chase down this one ship? But did you consider that Darth Vader's angry? <laughs> that they jettisoned but, like, his ball? That wasn't even. I mean, some of it wasn't even that. It's just like. I know. Uh, so what? What other sectors are nearby? What systems? And they're like, oh, this, this, and this. It's like. Yep, send them all. Just all of it. Pull the navy out. Sounds let's, fun. Let's go catch these guys. And it's like that is a terrible use of resources. Where is Thrawn? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Where's sweet baby Eli? Where is my wife, Eli <laughs> Vantos? Uh, he will fix this for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm Vader's so mad they took his ball though. Um, I mean, yeah. Oh my god, him fucking yelling at the poor fucking stormtroopers trying to get the ball of the ship is so funny like don't don't do it again i'm like he's like there's a fucking wind all right vader fucking take a chill pill <laughs> have you considered that anakin is a dramatic bitch oh my fucking God. i know i know this, this is a point that we return to over and over again on this podcast that everybody acts like vader is like this like be all end all crush with the the mighty fist which he is sure but he's also such a fucking dramatic ass goddamn little bitch oh yeah mm-hmm. so much and um i mean i almost think like it's good for the empire that they're reacting so terribly <laughs> i mean like obviously but also we can use we can like read this and then see how it might inform their decision-making later. Like, sure. still not great at it. Uh, they get better and, at it, though. And Yeah, they're like, oh, well, like, here's a small thing. Like, you know, we'll, we'll get a few people together and, like, track them down. Like, the whole point of Rebels is, like, I haven't actually seen the whole series. Don't judge me. Uh, judge but, me. Like, <sighs> send her hate, send her hate tweets, because <laughs> otherwise Kate's going to hear that she said don't judge me and then kate is going to send you hate tweets if you don't hate tweet at her so true all true <laughs> just meanwhile saying. kate will be hate tweeting me on the side uh, she does that constantly it's true we deserve but it, like just as a reminder to all of us <laughs> but like you have thrawn and like he's like okay gotta gotta destroy these rebels right in a contained and appropriate way <laughs> as yeah. opposed to a not contained and not appropriate way. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, you know, they they know that like Ezra is a force user. And they're like, okay, we can send an Inquisitor. Yay. It's not like, oh man, some weird stuff's happening on the fall. Do we have <laughs> an entire navy in a nearby sector? That we can completely divert and then just blow up that whole planet yeah. what let's let's eat it at the space cats <laughs> oh, oh it's fall. a learning experience what a, for them it's time for me to re- rewatch rebels but i have to watch all the rest of the clone wars first anyway this has been brought to you by star wars cartoons and how they're better than <laughs> everything else in this stupid series christian Um, did you finish watching clone wars yet no i have not did you start watching clone wars yet no i have not don't do it it's rude i know i know it's It's so good it's fine i'm probably gonna do it all like in one sitting this weekend so i'm just that's and you thought your depression was bad now i i fucking know well i have my star wars cave now my i did i did break a screw putting the tv on the wall um however it's fine with two i tell myself i mean Um, it's also it's also clone wars so like it's really easy to just sit there and that is my i'm like there's no ton of episodes there is no world in which i don't sit down and watch the entire thing like in one sitting so Mm. yeah yeah i i would have watched like the first 10 episodes in one sitting except i got distracted by the internet and watched like an hour-long video about something else sure 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 what what was it about miranda (laughs) nope okay cool 
Was it something Russian? Oh, oh no! I thought you were joking. It was uh, uh, it was like a weird Harry Potter drama. Thing oh no! From, like, I, w- I really wanted to know what it was. <laughs> oh no! From like from like uh, maybe oh one to oh three or so. Uh, very interesting. Would recommend. But like, I got distracted by it, and then I it was time to go to bed, so I didn't watch the last two episodes. <laughs> we uh, we were talking about wastewater in Israel before we started recording. So if you're wondering the kind of K holes Miranda goes down. They're they're varied. They're deep and they're wide. That was one paragraph in an article. I I know, but that it's very interesting. It's not an article I would have been able to stumble upon. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have that in the barely can read section of the internet. Um. Anyway. Uh. Cool. 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 I think we could um, probably hold off on this last one until next episode. On, on Poopy's ultimate goal? Yes, indeed. Doo-doo and Poopy, my faves. Um, Mr. Poopy to you. I know. Emperor well, Poopy. Emperor you. Poopy. <laughs> um, God, um, I love... I have all my minis. I know I've, like, posted photos of this, but I have all my mini uh, Funkos on my desk, and then I have, like, big giant Thrawn in the middle. <laughs> and, like, I have tiny Poopy next to tiny Maul, and then... I- tiny chewy tiny luke and uh tiny lando and like tiny java and just big giant thrawn in the middle (laughs) and i'm just like i'm just looking at like palpatine and i'm like haha we're calling you poopy even though you've got tiny lightning (laughs) coming out of your tiny fingers amazing (sighs) anyway uh we've been in quarantine for too long and we're all losing our minds yep Cool. You want to take us note, out? You want to take us out, Chris? <laughs> on that note, continue your quarantine by joining us next episode for Book Wars Pod as we <laughs> finish up Tarkin reading chapters uh, 16 through to the end. In the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at Book Wars Pod. Email us, bookwarspod at gmail.com. And rate, review, and subscribe to both us and the Tashi Station Radio Mega Feed. It is the best way for people to discover the show and find more reasons to hate themselves during this already hateful time. Uh, and us. You should also hate us. Well, yes. Hate themselves subscribe, for watching but... us. The hate us is a given, really. Um, but yeah, subscribe. That's the important part. Download and subscribe is the important part. Uh, if you have the means, please donate to the Tosh Station Radio Patreon uh, and give us coffee at ko-fi.com slash bookworspod. It really helps us cover our hosting and production costs. I'll and use we'll it to buy a new pictures. dongle if yeah. anybody has money. <laughs> And uh, it's uh, the best way for you to see pictures of Porkchop, Orca, and Jasper, the best parts of the pod. Our theme song is Whiz Bang by Poddington Bear. Our logo and artwork are by Joby Terra Design. For uh, Kristen and Miranda, I am Chris. Thank you so much for listening to episode 115 of the Book Horse Pod. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.